like for us to turn now to our Sunday school section. And uh, we have been considering the attributes of God for a couple of weeks now. We have considered the omnipotence of God. And what have we said omnipotence means? Yes? That God is all-powerful. He is the Almighty. He is the one that bears all the powers in the universe. They are His. And then we have considered that God has absolute knowledge. He knows all things. There is nothing that is hidden from His sight. He knows all things. And we've also considered that He sees all things because He is present everywhere. Omnipresence. Um, Today, I would like us to consider the patience of God. The patience of God. Now, when you hear the word patience, what immediately comes to your mind? What do you think the word patience means? Yes. The act of waiting. Okay. What else? Sorry? The act of forbearing. Forbearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long suffering. Mm-hmm. Anything else? So all those would be describing what patience is. And when we say that um, someone is patient, what we mean is that they have the ability to wait for a long time without becoming annoyed or upset. They are patient. They wait. There's a sense in which the patient in the hospital is the patient because he waits. He's waiting for the doctor to act upon him to cause something towards them. And you can go look up the, um, the Latin for patience, patient. So this is the ability to wait for a long time, the ability to remain calm and not become annoyed when dealing with problems or when dealing with difficult people. So this is that good-natured tolerance, forbearance, long-suffering, as, as, as you put it. So those would be the synonyms. Tolerance, sufferance, long-suffering, for, forbearance, and so on and so forth. Now, God is the patient one. God is patient. You know this, right? You know that God is patient. Because you are a testimony of the patience of God, aren't you? And I was just thinking this morning that there is no one in this whole world that has not experienced the patience of God. Everyone that has been created daily experiences the patience of God. 
Listen to how the Puritan Stephen Chanock defines God's patience. He says, quote, it is, it is part of the divine goodness and mercy, yet differs from both. God being the greatest goodness hath the greatest mildness. Mildness is always the companion of true goodness. And the greater the goodness, the greater the mildness. Who so holy as Christ and who so meek? God's slowness to anger is a branch from his mercy. The Lord is full of compassion, slow to anger. This is quoting Psalm 145 verse 8. It differs from mercy in the formal consideration of the object. Mercy respects the creature as miserable. Patience respects the creature as criminal. Mercy pities him in his misery and patience bears with the sin which engendered the misery and is giving birth to more. End quote. When we say that God is patient, we're saying that God is mild. He has that mildness that emanates from his goodness. Uh, we've already considered his attribute of goodness, which you can go back and listen to. Um, but then coming out of his goodness is that God is patient. Now what uh, Chanok is saying there is that God, while being merciful, that mercy is in relation to the creature. His patience is particularly in relation to himself because he is the one being offended, if you will. So he withholds himself and he bears. And therefore you can hear that forbearance. He waits. He's not, he's not quick to act. He's slow to anger. So then when we talk about the patience of God, we are, re we are referring to that, that ability to control himself. God exercises control over himself. Never is God so angry with the sinner that he wishes them away. And you know that this is how we are as human beings. Eh? When we get so angry, we say, I wish. And you can fill in the blank. I wish I never knew you. I wish I don't know what. But God is not like that. God is patient. If God, if God ever wished that we be extinct, we would cease from existence. But God is patience. It's that control, that power of control which God exercises over himself. And this power of control causes him to bear with both his people and the wicked. So God bears with his people that even though he has already saved them, they continue to sin. He bears with them. And the wicked, while he has all the right, all the power to destroy them, he bears with them. Go with me to the book of Nahum. You have Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum. This is chapter 1. We've already considered the, the book of Jonah. 
from beginning to the end. And we know that God is sending uh, this man, Jonah, to go there and, and he, he wants to refuse to go. But God sends him nonetheless. And this book of Nahum has been written as an oracle concerning Nineveh. That's what we have there in verse 1. An oracle concerning Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum of Elkosh. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord is avenging and wrathful. The Lord takes vengeance on his adversaries and keeps wrath for his enemies. Look at verse 3. The Lord is slow, slow to anger and great in power. And the Lord will by no means clear the guilty. Now you see there that God, God has all power. He is great in power. We've already considered that God is omnipotent. He has all the powers that anyone could ever have. And while he has all the powers, the Bible says there that the Lord is slow to anger. God is not quick in executing his judgment. He's slow. He's, he, he forbears. He's patient with the sinners. Right? That's, that's what verse 2 grants. There are these people that are his adversaries, his enemies, and God bears with them. He's patient. Again, Chanok says, quote, Men that are great in the world are quick in passion and are not so ready to forgive an injury or bear with an offender as one of a mean rank. It is a want of power over that man's self that makes him do unbecoming things upon a provocation. A prince that can bridle his passions is a king over himself as well as over his subjects. God is slow to anger because great in power. He has no less power over himself than over his creatures." End quote. What Chanok is saying there is that while God is all-powerful, His power is particularly seen, it is particularly manifest in the, in the way that He exercises control over Himself, in the way that He is patient. And then He goes on to say that those people that have power, you know, the power that has been granted them by God, while they cannot exercise control and are, are quick in temper, really show that they are not powerful. You see, one of the things that makes God terrifying is that God is patient. Because the moment He will execute His judgment, the moment He will pour His wrath, oh, woe unto the sinner. And so Jesus says, Woe unto you, Chorazin. Woe unto you, Capernaum. Because while God is patient, when he executes his judgment, we will feel the full wrath of his fury. We will see it. So, so then, um, God. We believe that God has power. God is all-powerful because He is patient with us. 
when you think of God's patience, think, oh, how powerful God is. Think of yourself. And when, you know, when, when, when you get angry, for example, and how you are unable to exercise control over that anger, and you realize that you have no power. You have no power, because if you did, you would control yourself. You would be patient like God is. So then you see, when God tells us, be slow to anger, he knows what he's saying. He's not telling us to do something that he's not doing himself. Is he? No, he's slow to anger. It's as though God is telling, telling us, be like me. Look at me and emulate me as much as you can. It is at this point that we think that God's patience is most clearly distinguished from his mercy. Though the creature is benefited by his mercy, the patience of God particularly respects himself. It's a restraint placed upon his acts by his will. So that uh, the mercy of God is for the creature, is holy for the creature. The patience of God is a particular excellency that causes him to sustain, sustain injuries. It's as though someone is, uh, someone is fighting against God and God just stands there. It's like the Shaolin master who has all the capacity to destroy their offender. But if you know anything about karate, what does the Shaolin master do? He keeps himself from anger. He keeps himself from fighting back. While he well knows that when he fights back, the offender has no chance, right? That's the patience of God. That's what we mean when we say God is patient. God does not immediately avenge himself. And you see, when God tells us, don't avenge, he's saying, this is how I am. At, at a certain point, I will avenge. Vengeance, God says, vengeance is mine. Because he's going to do it at some point. He's building patience in his people when he says, do not avenge for yourself. God has, has a power of patience as well as a power of justice. So that when we say that God is patient, we're not saying that he is unjust. We're saying that he's long-suffering. He's waiting. He is good. He's kind. He's, he's waiting. He's bearing with, with others. The Hebrew word for divine long-suffering is rendered slow to anger. And that's why every, every now and then you will read the Bible, speaking of God's anger, it will be God is slow to anger. God is long-suffering. God is waiting. He's long-suffering. His power has self-restraint. God restrains himself. Now go with me to Romans chapter 9. Romans 9. 
Look at verse 19. You will say to me then, why does he still find fault? Because in verse 18 we are told that God has mercy on whomever he has mercy. He hardens whomever he will. So why? Why, why does he still find fault? For who can resist his will? But who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to its molder, Why have you made me like this? Has the porter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another and sorry yeah and another for dishonorable use? Look at verse twenty two. What if God desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy which he has prepared beforehand for glory see there god is patient he is enduring with much patience even the vessels of wrath those that deserve to be punished those that have been made for wrath because he is the potter and we are the clay but even for the vessels of wrath God is patient and the Bible says there that he's, he's going to pour his wrath Eventually, he will. But then he's patient. He's patient even with the vessels of wrath. One would well think that, um, you know, because these are reprobate, these are vessels of wrath, I mean, punish them altogether. Finish with it. But that's not God. Were God to immediately break these reprobate vessels into pieces, his power of self-control would not so eminently appear, would it? If God was to exercise power and his wrath upon the vessels of wrath immediately, we would not see that he is self-controlled, that he is patient, that he bears. He bears with the wickedness of the, 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 the vessels of wrath. He waits. He keeps his punishment. And so then his power of patience is so, so eminently, so, so gloriously demonstrated shown to us now the truth of the matter is that his patience his long suffering is interpreted differently by you know by, by, by the, the wicked the vessels of wrath and we, we saw this from Ecclesiastes in Ecclesiastes chapter 8 we read this Chapter 8, verse 11. Because the sentence against an evil deed is not executed speedily. You remember this? The heart of the children of man is fully set to do evil. You remember when we went through that? Eh? Because God doesn't quite immediately execute judgment. What do the evil people do? They continue with their evil. But then God says that his patience is not to be taken for granted. Rather, his kindness should, re- should lead the evildoer to, to repentance, to turn away from their sins. And this is why, this is why God is patient. Unfortunately, evildoers don't think like this. 
you're an evildoer here this morning, you should turn from your sins immediately. Instead of continuing on with wickedness because God is, is long-suffering, you should turn from your sins. You should turn to Christ. You should repent. Now, one of the divine titles of God is that He's the God of patience. And this is found in Romans 15. Romans chapter 15, verse 5. May the God of endurance, you see that, that term God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Jesus Christ. That phrase there, the God of endurance, is the God of patience, is the God of long-suffering, the God of forbearance. God waits, my friends. God waits. God waits for sinners who have not turned from Him. He still waits uh, uh, for, for you, dear saint, while you sin after He has saved you. When we reflect, <clears throat> this is what Shailene says in his song, Lord of Patience. He says, Lord, we worship you. We know that everything we owe you. And when we reflect on the time before we came to know you, how we were unbelievers, committing tons of treason, we had a hundred reasons why we wouldn't come to Jesus. And then he says, but they were all excuses because our thoughts were useless. And then he says, that's what the dark produces. And then God already knew this. We were foolish and clueless. We were ruthless as Judas. Who knew that we would choose? He, he would choose to pursue us and move to woo us. But because of his patience, Shailene says, because of his patience, he comes, he woos us, he turns us, he changes us. He waits. And then he says, he says of, of the Christian, it is amazing to us how God continues to display his patience now that we are Christians. He says, quote, and now that we are in Christ, it is amazing to us how he still continues to display his patience to us. Through all our stumbles, through all our falls, through all our idolatry, through all our grumbling, all of our hypocrisy, our self-righteousness with brothers and sisters, we become hostile. Our unforgiveness, all because we miss the gospel. We should be slow to anger, but we are slow to hear God's word. End quote. You see, God is patient with you before you become a Christian and after you become a Christian. When you continue to live your life as a Christian the way you please, God is patient. Now God's patience shouldn't be taken for granted, my brethren. God's patience should draw us more and more closer and closer to himself because he is the greatest good. So God says that... Um, we should emulate him. We should 
follow him. When you're tempted to be disgusted at the dullness of others, when you're tempted to revenge against those who have wronged you, call to remembrance the infinite patience of God. Think about the patience of God, His long-suffering toward you when you were an unbeliever and now that you are a believer. When you are dead in your trespasses and now that you are alive in Christ. When you are tempted to hold your head high as though you are sinless, remember the patience of God. Remember how God has been patient with you. Think of how God revealed his patience to the Israelites. He, he uh, um, suffered their manners. For 40 years in the wilderness, God was patiently bearing with them. When uh, they had entered Canaan, God continued to be patient with them. When they were following the evil customs of the nations around them, God continued to be patient with them. God chastened them. They, 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 they went back and they went again back to their evil ways. God continued to be patient with them. God raises deliverers for them. God brings priests. God brings judges. God brings kings. God does all these things for them. In displaying patience to them. Now let me ask you a question here. You have the Israelites. They have been delivered. They are in the wilderness. God is, um, you know, bearing with them. They complain about all sorts of things, right? God is patient with them. Now God raises for them um, kings and, and, and judges and, and priests and, and, you know, prophets. Why do you think that this is the case? Why do you think God raises up for them these people? They, of course, they have hard hearts. And so God is patient with them by raising these, these men. But why? Seem like you have a thought. No? Why? Why does God raise... To what end does God raise these judges and prophets, priests, kings? No? Any try? I submit to you that God raises these people for them in his patience because he 
He wants to point them to the Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps I should have asked you, where is God's patience manifestly displayed? And the answer is obvious. It's in the person and work of Jesus Christ. So God raises the judges, the prophets, the priests, the kings, so that he may point them to Jesus Christ. So that he may display to them his patience. And tell them that there is a time coming. I'm going to send the greatest prophet, the greatest priest, the greatest king. The one who is to judge the living and the dead. And it is when I am raising him that my patience will be gloriously displayed. The patience of God is seen mostly in the person and work of Jesus Christ. God gives you the breath that he gives you every day you wake up, you go on in your life so that you may see his patience and turn to Jesus Christ. It's not so much that you may be filled in your stomach with your food. No, it's so that you may see that Jesus Christ is the bread of life when you eat. It's not so much that you may be able to see and see where you're going that God gives light. No, it's so that God may help us to see that Jesus is the light of the world. It is in his patience that God gives us the blessings that he has. The blessing of eyesight, the blessing of hearing, the blessing of feeling even his patience we see his patience we hear his patience of his patience we feel his patience especially so that we may go to Jesus Christ and then when we do not what does the Bible say will happen eventually yes when we do not identify or when we are not able to see the patience of God while he has given us he has given it he has given us everything so that we may see it what does the bible say will happen come on what does the bible say will happen in the end his wrath will be will be poured out his wrath will fall upon all who have taken for granted his patience. How wondrous is God's patience with the world today. On every side, people are sinning with a high hand. The divine law is trampled underfoot and God himself is openly despised. Consider, consider that that is happening today. It is truly amazing that God does not instantly strike dead those who defy him. And we've been able to see why he doesn't suddenly cut off the haughty, the blasphemer. We have seen why he doesn't, why he doesn't do it. We have seen why God doesn't uh, uh, open the, the earth and swallow every evildoer. Because he's a patient God. You know, my, 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 my task this morning is to, is to show you that where you are right now is because of the patience of God. 
if you are not saved here this morning god is patient with you waiting long suffering if you are saved god is patient with you still sanctifying you you know that process that we call sanctification is the patience of god molding and fashioning us into his image patience of god so my aim is to show you that from from the beginning to the end god is patient with you from your unbelief to your belief god is patient with you because god wants you to turn from your sins god wants you to to come to him to see his grace to see how his grace is able to snatch you from the eternal fires to see how his grace is able to give you a place in his family and to see how wrongly you have repaid him that's really the aim of the patience of god to show us that the way we have paid god after he has been patient with us is with a lot of evil to see that the constant backslidings that we have the 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 sins that we constantly go back to is paying paying god that which he does not deserve especially after he has been very patient with us my aim this morning is to show you that that that, that god is god is loving to show you that you ought to be to be humble now because b- b- before i give you the few applications that i have here listen to what pink says aw pink this martyr finally says quote may our meditation upon this divine excellency soften our hearts make our consciences tender and may we learn in the school of holy experience the patience of saints namely submission to the divine will and continuance in well doing let us honestly seek grace to emulate this divine excellency be ye therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect quoting from matthew 5:48 in the immediate context of this verse christ exhorts us to love our enemies bless them that curse us do good to them that hate us god bears long with the wicked notwithstanding the multitude of their sins and shall we desire to be revenged because of a single injury and quote and you hear the, the the express the expressness of how god is patient when god tells us to be patient with others to love our enemies is because he does the same and he wants us to be like him and a time is coming when god is going to to pay that which is due to everyone especially because he has been so patient you see god will god will not at any point be unjust in fact god risks his justice by being patient but then we do know that he is going to execute justice he is going to do that which is just bible says applications number 1 thank god for his patience thank god for his patience 
you ought to be doing meditation. As a Christian, you meditate upon the law of God day and night. And this, this ought to be one of the things that you meditate upon. Which is the second application. Number two, meditate upon the patience of God. You thank God for his patience and then you meditate upon it. Think about how God has been patient with you. In your meditation, all the more thank him. In your meditation, think of how, number three, you have to humble yourself. So number one, thank God for his patience. Number two, meditate upon God's patience. Number three, be humble. Be humble when you meditate upon God's patience. Because God has been patient with us. We have to be humble. We can't treat others as though God has not been patient with us. We ought to be surprised when when others treat us with impatience. It ought to surprise us. It ought to surprise you. There's a there's a scene in a movie where this guy is the fastest man alive. And and so he has just discovered that he has these powers of running very fast. And then it just so happens that this day the thief comes to him. You know how the Bible says that the robber doesn't announce. He comes. He just comes. So, it just so happens that this day, the robber found him. And when he is standing to see what this guy with the gun is, uh, is wanting, what, what happens is that he, he starts asking the robber questions. Yani, of all the people in all the world, I am the one that you thought to steal from today. How, how, how now? The fastest man in the world. And of course, you know what happens. The fastest man alive takes the gun, runs very fast, takes the man to the police station, and the fiction ends there. And I'm, I'm telling you this to, 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 to tell you. When someone is impatient with you, you ought to be surprised like that. You have to wonder, oh, you mean you can be impatient like that? Now, on the flip side, you, you ought to see others offending you and, and realize, oh, this situation has found me. And what does God tell me? God tells me to be patient. So number one, you thank God for his patience. Number two, you <clears throat> meditate upon God's patience. Number three, you be humble. And number four, and lastly, be patient with others. I mean, that, that's, that's an obvious. Yeah. Be patient with others. Look at others when they offend you and realize 
that it may as well have been you. Right? You may have been the one offending, offending others, offending them. So be patient with them. Look at God's patience. Consider how God has been patient with you and be patient with them. The Bible tells husbands to love their wives. It doesn't matter how, how wives look like. You young men, and God gives your wife, be patient with her. That's what it means to be like Christ. The Bible tells us as Christians, be imitators of God. So we must be patient with others. Is there any comment or question? Any comment or question? like to pray and then we will end. Thank you, our Heavenly Father, for your patience with us. We particularly see that you're patient with us before and after we become Christians. When we were dead in our trespasses, Lord, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. When we are following after our flesh, the desires therein, you are patient with us. You are bearing with us. And now that we are in Christ, you continue to bear with us. You continue to be patient with your people. We know that we do not deserve the least of your blessings. Yet we thank you for the cross. We thank you for our faith in Jesus Christ. That even the worst of sinners like us can be redeemed and forgiven. All in your patience. Indeed, who can record your patience? Who can record your graces? And because of this, then you've given to the Lord Jesus Christ a people for himself. His reward is the nations because you are the Lord of patience. We thank you, Father, for your goodness. We do pray that you may help us to be patient with others. We thank you that you have been kind and patient. And because we are thankful, if we truly are thankful, may you help us to be patient with others. Help us to meditate upon your patience and be humbled. May your name be glorified in our lives as we consider that you are a patient God. This is one of those attributes that are communicable, that we can emulate. So please help us to be like you. With all these things we pray. In Jesus' name.
Amen.